When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. It's kickoff week, baby! Here we go, and Garrett's back. Yeah, that's, yeah, baby. K- kickoff week is the second most exciting piece of this podcast, right? It's true, Big Daddy G. I t- took off paternity leave the last few weeks of the of training. That's a savvy vet move. Oh, last yeah. few weeks of training oh, camp the worst time of the and year. the preseason got into the dog days of summer, and I disappeared yep. for a few weeks, and now I'm back. For the start of the regular season. Chugging coffee, might I add, for the <laughs> listeners out there. Just pounding coffee. We're, we're recording this at 1.30. Guys, five coffees deep. Just literally chugged a latte. You're a fancy dad. <laughs> <laughs> fancy dad. Well, I got to make sure that I have the energy to keep up with this podcast. I know that you're going to be bringing the energy, mm-hmm. especially when we get to the end for the... Of course. Oh, oh, come on Beep. now. Don't, don't give it away. <laughs> I, know, I know what's coming. But uh, I'm excited. I'm really fired up. You know, over the past few weeks when I've been out, you know, I've just been think, you know, keeping, of course, an eye on everything that's happening. Right, of course. And just trying to think about how many of these predictions you're going to just completely whiff on. One of my favorite things to do on paternity leave was send you occasional hot takes on what was happening. Yeah. And I know that as we do this podcast today, you are going to whiff so bad on some of these predictions. So bad. I also, also, I did listen. We were to, both really bad at this. Actually. I also, as a side note, I listened to the podcast with Stephen Cliff on the, on the 53 man roster prediction. I hit 50, 50 out of 53. Not terrible. It was pretty good. What I didn't like you and Cliff were just aligned on everything. It was well, a lot. You know, Cliff, he's a very agreeable guy. I was like, this is, this is where you just need to disagree with Mink just for the sake of disagreeing. Well, you and I, we disagree naturally. Yeah, exactly. It's not forced. <laughs> exactly. Cliff's a very agreeable guy. He's a nice guy. You're kind of a jerk. <laughs> um, but hold on, you just skip ha- how's fatherhood. We, we need to it's great. talk a little bit about this. Yeah, here. it's great. Uh, everything's going well. Yeah, uh, little baby girl's doing great, um, and we're enjoying it. So it's been a lot of fun. Has your life just completely changed? Are you a different man in the lounge today than you were once were? Um, Obviously, dad bod's already in full effect. <laughs> I preempted that. <laughs> you got it. I got. I got ahead of the game on that. I wasn't waiting around. Um, <laughs> No, I think it's yeah. You feel different. Um, it's it's. I, I don't know. I, I don't really know how to describe it. Uh, first, today's the first day 
back at work. So we'll see how I feel about the end of the week. See what kind of stamina, see how many cups of coffee I'm running on at the end of the week. This right. is just the first day. So right. a lot of energy today. By the end of the week, we'll see. Did you see all the congrats pour in for you? I did. I, I honestly did appreciate that. Lounge listeners, people who reached out and sent messages on Twitter or emails. I really did appreciate that. Yeah. That was really nice. Players and coaches. It was uh, much appreciated. Well, congratulations again, buddy. Thank and you. And now when I start talking dad stuff. I can uh, chime in. We can relate a little yes, bit Yes, I can chime in. Um, do you want to remind listeners out there, uh, season two of the Purple Chair podcast has launched with Cassie Calvert. She sat down with Christina Boyle, uh, wife of Nick Boyle, to talk about his career, the ups and downs, the many ups and mm -hmm. downs of his career, you know, coming back from injuries and whatnot, you know, their love story, uh, meeting way back in the day, and just what it's like, you know, being there um, through this NFL journey with somebody. And a uh, really good conversation between the two of those, and, and Cassie does an excellent job. So if you haven't subscribed yet to the Purple Chair Podcast, make sure you do that immediately after this episode is over. Yeah, I think the cool thing about Christina is, you know, Nick, the injury story that he has, right. she was a very active part of his recovery. For sure. Um, and I just think that that is kind of a unique perspective that she has, and uh, definitely recommend that listeners go check that out. Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, as you kind of teased, this episode is going to be our 2022 predictions. Big time predictions. Big time. Uh, so we have the categories here, and Garrett, why don't you go ahead and kick it off here? Yeah, the other thing I'll say too is at the end of the season, we always go back yes. and we review how we fared. Mm -hmm. um, so we will be keeping notes here. Yeah. Keeping tabs. So let's start it off with the man who is in the middle of all of it. Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. What is your prediction for Lamar Jackson's stats in 2022? I think Lamar's going to have a very, very good year. Uh, I'm going to go over 4,000 passing yards Ooh. for Lamar in the first time in his career. He was on pace for 4,082 last year, right? Now, some people might say, ah, you know, they traded Hollywood Brown, so his passing yards probably come down. Well, here's my counter argument to that. I think that Rashad Bateman could put up very similar numbers that what Hollywood Brown did, right? And Lamar only had, what, was it one or two games with both of them? So it wasn't like last year, really, for any extended period of time, he had, like, these two stud first-round pick wide receivers on the field. It was not a long period of time. And so, really, I, I don't think that the loss there that, that is perceived from the outside is, is as big as this offense is going to feel it on the field. You know what I mean? Like, I think that Bateman can have very similar numbers to what, what uh, Hollywood put up. I think that this offense is built better just around Lamar and, and what he likes. The offensive line is improved. That's going to help his, you know, he's going to have more time in the pocket than he did last year. I think he himself has improved as a thrower. We've all talked about the more zip on the passes. Uh, the decision-making in training camp has been really good. You know, he hasn't thrown many picks at all uh, in practices. I think he's he's just throwing the ball really well. And what people forget is before his injury last year, he was one of the best deep ball throwers in the league, right? He was having a lot of success outside the numbers and deep. And so we've seen the progression in Lamar as a passer. It's just last year he got hurt, so we didn't get to see it come, you know, fully realized in the stats, but I think this is the year where he goes over 4,000. So over 4,000, his previous high on passing yards is his MVP season of 2019. He had 3,100. Yeah. So this would be a big it's jump. It's a big jump. Last year, he finished with you know, 2,800, of course. you know, right. But he was on pace for 4,082. So I'm going under the 4,000 passing okay. yards metric. I, I've got him at 3,600. 
this year. Wow. Which would be the most he's ever had. So yes. I've got him for, at a career high, but I've got him under the 4,000 passing yards. I've got him at around 400. I think part of it is attempts. You know, I've got him throwing more passing, more passing attempts this year than ever before. Yes, I've got him around 420 passing attempts okay. this year. His previous high was again that MVP season 401. Um, the offense is much different than it was in 2019. I know we've talked so much about this being a reprisal of 2019. Yeah, and I'm off that. I'm off that train. Interesting. I I just don't think. I think now it's it's much more of a balanced offense than it was in 2019. Uh, you know, the tight ends are going to get a lot more action. Uh, but it's going to be more than just like a two-headed monster. Like back then, it was Andrews and Hayden Hurst, right? A Andrews is going to get way more targets than he did back in 2019, mm-hmm. and I think Isaiah likely is going to get more targets than Hayden Hurst did, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And and you're going to have Nick Boyle in the mix. You know who who knows? Could Josh Oliver, you know, catch some balls? Probably not many, but um, I just think that it's going to be more pass heavy, certainly than it was in 2019, but not like last year, it's going to be more on the tight ends than it was necessarily last year. Also, I think that there's questions and we'll get to some of this, but about the running game this year in comparison exactly. to where you were in, in 2019, you know, exactly. you got these guys coming back from these injuries. So it's, there's the passing game and the evolution of that, but there's also the running game with questions that exist there. Yep. So on running part of the equation on the running game is of course, Lamar Jackson, right? Big part. So, what is your prediction on the stats for him over under a thousand yards for every year third, for the third straight year? Every year you <laughs> we do over under a thousand. You've never said he's going to go over a thousand. You've been wrong, you know. Once. Well, you were wrong in nineteen. You were wrong in twenty. He went. No, over. no, 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 no. It was last year, twenty twenty one. I said under. I said under in in twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. You said over in nineteen. You said under every year. You say under every year. Don't I don't lie. know. I don't, don't know. Lie. You say we'll under have to pull every year. Bryson, pull up the tape. Yeah, you say under every year. Um, I'm he, going under again. Yeah, I, I don't think he's getting to 1,000. Once again, I, I think that you know his progression as a passer, he's just going to pass the ball more often. I, I think that, generally speaking, um, Lamar's trajectory is, I mean, he barely, barely got yeah. over 1,000. Two years ago, before his injury, yeah. Well, he last year or in twenty twenty, he had a thousand and five rushing yards. Exactly, barely. But he was he had seven hundred sixty seven last year in those twelve games. What's the math on that? Well, I'm not you know expert here. He was gonna you know You're terrible. <laughs> Your math every every year when we do this podcast, it's always like it's it always close. But you know, if he do the math, seven sixty seven. Yes, in twelve games, really like eleven and a half games. I know that, that is the other thing too about the passing numbers. Yeah. It wasn't a true twelve. Yeah. So, I, you He's know, on pace for one thousand eighty six. Right. And if he knew that he was going to have a chance to get that thousand yards, he would go ahead and get it just like he did in twenty twenty. So he was um, he was going to hit it last year. I'm going under. You're going under again. You always doubt him. No, um, <laughs> I think. Actually, this year I do think he's going to go under a thousand. Mm. I think that there will be I, I've, again. I've got him around thirty six hundred passing yards, um, and I've got him at nine hundred rushing yards. I think just kind of just shy nine hundred nine fifty. I still got him at six touchdowns this year. Yeah. Um, and I honestly struggle with this because I, I think that, as I alluded to, there's questions about the running game, and there could be in some ways even more on him. Mm. You know, he's 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 the most dangerous runner really in 
one of the most dangerous runners in the entire league. But I think sure. right now he is the most dangerous runner on the roster um, as J.K. Dobbins works his way back to yeah. health. And so are you going to rely on that more? We'll see. But I, I do have him coming in just a shade under 1,000, and I think that they makes up for that in the passing game. All right, okay. so let's go to passing. Let's yep. stick on the passing conversation. Do we just want to be quick on this? And you tell me if you agree. Leading receiver, leading pass catcher okay. in terms of yards, receptions, and receiving touchdowns. Are you going for the clean sweep? Andrews last year, 107 yes. catches, well, 1,361 I, yards, and nine touchdowns. I clean think we sweep? both went with the clean sweep, and I'm sticking to it. Mark Andrews, clean sweep. Same. What do you think his numbers are? I've got him at, I got him at 80 just over a thousand yards, so, and then nine touchdowns. Oh, I think he puts up. I've I've said this to several people. A strong argument I think could be made for Mark Andrews having more than he did last year, uh, about the same or less. You you can make an argument <laughs> at either way, right? Like like I'm just saying. This like, is the classic man argument. No, no, you I'm know, just he saying. He could have more, or he could have less, or he could have the same. It will definitely be one of those three. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Like you could make a strong argument for any of those three. Like. You know, the argument for he's going to ha- put up bigger numbers than last year is no, Hollywood. is no Hollywood, right? So there's more targets to go around. I'm hard-pressed to think that some of those targets can't go to Mark Andrews. The reason that he could do the same or, or, or similar or whatever is like, well, part of that is he's going to see a lot of double teams. You know, not having Hollywood can be a blessing in terms of more targets, but also a hindrance in that, even more focus goes on mm-hmm. Mark Andrews if you're the defense, right? Yeah. And that's kind of the same argument, too. He could have less, yeah. right? I mean, really, it's just hard to put up the same numbers that he did last year. Th- that's my that's thing. Just, it's just going to be hard to replicate it just It was a monster season. It was the right. best season a Ravens tight end has ever had. It's one of the best seasons any tight end has Exactly. Ever had. <laughs> I mean, it was a historic season. <laughs> right. But I don't think he's going to be far off those numbers. Like, would you put his yards at? I had him at 80 and then over 1,000. So How far over a thousand? That's a question. Uh, between a thousand and eleven hundred. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, twelve hundred yards. I think over, he's over that. over over twelve. And now I say he's right at twelve hundred. Yeah, he's on right the, on the. I'm not gonna put what. What do you want? One thousand one hundred and seventy six. <laughs> okay, all right. So Boom! You're, you're going book under, it. You're going under twelve hundred. Just though. under twelve hundred okay, yards. Okay. Um. Yeah, and, and I th- I think he's gonna score. I'll, I'm going to give him uh, 10 touchdowns. I actually had that, too. I had double-digit touchdowns. He had nine last year. I've got him double-digit touchdowns. Yeah, I'm going 10 touchdowns for Mark Andrews. He's just a red zone. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind, it was clear as day, that Mark Andrews uh, was the be- Ravens' best offensive player on the field in training camp. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah. And uh, he brought it day after day after day, and I honestly think that he looks better than he did last year. Just to the naked eye of like how fast he is, how explosive he is, all that stuff, I think he looks even better. I'm with you. Like I, I agree with that. I, I thought he looked better somehow. You're like, yeah. this guy can't get I think he's going to get more yak. That's what I expect. I think more yak from Mark Andrews. And and like he got plenty of double, double coverage last year. <laughs> he got plenty of double coverage last year. It's not like he was a secret by any means. Exactly. That's the that's the thing. It's like... Man, it got people by surprise. You know, like, another Pro Bowl season. Whenever you see Mark Andrews open, wide open in the end zone, you're like, what How did that the happen? hell were you doing? How did that happen? <laughs> um, okay, so then let's go to Bateman. Okay. Because I, I think so much of this passing game, obviously, you know, every team, your number one receiver yeah. is a huge piece of the passing game. But given the Hollywood trade, there's going to just be so much on Bateman's shoulders. So what do you think his stat line looks like? Are you going over or under 1,000? I'm going for- over. 
over. I'm going to. Well, I got Lamar throwing for four thousand. Who's he throwing it to? Exactly. He, he's. I'm going Bateman over. Yeah, I, I'm a. I'm a believer. I'm a Bateman believer. I just think the guy can play. I think that he's going to get a lot of targets. I mean, Hollywood had the. I think it was the ninth or tenth most yeah. targets in the league last year. I expect Bateman to get very similar numbers. Mm. Um, I, I think that he will be probably end up as a top ten target, most targeted player in the league. Um, and I think he can play. I think he's he's a short, intermediate, and deep threat. Um, yeah, I I think that he's probably in the between a thousand and eleven hundred yards. I've got him slightly under, which kind of tracks. If I've got Lamar under that four thousand mark, okay. I've got Bateman around nine hundred. Okay, I've got him seventy catches around nine hundred yards, five touchdowns. You're such a hater. Why are you a hater? I'm not. I, that would be a good season. That would be a good. That season. That would be a good season. I, I got him just a a, a hair under. Um, because I, I think I haven't seen it yet. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. the question. That's the question with Bateman and really this entire receiving core is you got to see it. Now, 900 yards is pretty darn good season, so yeah. I still have faith in him, um, but I think that I, I just got him coming in a, a shade under that, um, and I still think a lot, Andrew's going to get a lot of targets. I have, I have him for uh, seven touchdowns. That's actually one area to really look yeah. at. Hollywood was was very good in the red zone. He and the chemistry, the chemistry between he and Lamar, Dude caught a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, Bateman, I think, had one touchdown last year. And so that's – we saw it in training camp practice. Bateman caught a lot of touchdowns and was very effective in red zone drills. So I expect that he'll do well in that regard. Here's the thing that I can't figure out as I look at our predictions. Who is third on this team? Who's the third the leading question. pass catcher? Not just receiver, pass catcher, because I want to keep the tight ends and specifically Isaiah Likely in that mix. Yes. There's Isaiah Likely, who everybody loved this preseason and training camp, and then, you know, in Arizona when he just took over that drive and had mm-hmm. a huge half. Yeah. There's Demarcus Robinson, who was the star of the show in the four, in the third preseason game. Right. There's Devin DuVernay. Yep. There's James Got Prochet. that dog in him. What's that? He's got that dog and in he him. He does. He does. Mm-hmm. So who is it? Like, who is the third leading receiver on this team? I, I struggle with this because I do really like Isaiah Likely, and and but, like, he is still a rookie. Is well, I'm t- just going to cut you off. I'm going with Isaiah Likely. He's going to have the third most yes. receiving yards on this team. Yes. Interesting. I'm going Isaiah Likely. I think he's going to be a very big part of this offense. So we're, that would probably be, if you're getting to 4,000, you're probably thinking between around 700 yards for Isaiah Likely. I'll go 650. Wow. I'm going 650 for Isaiah Likely. And I'm I'm just going to say right now, I'm drafting him in fantasy. I have Mark Andrews. I'm drafting Isaiah Likely. You're just going with a double dip? Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to find somebody on the bye week, but I'm double dipping. Uh-huh. I honestly think that Isaiah Likely is going to get a fair amount of targets in this offense. Like I've said, I think a lot of this offense is going to go through the tight ends. I agree with that. Um, I'm just, I don't, I can't decide if Likely is going to be that third guy. Who you? Who do you think? Who are you really know. grappling with? You Demarcus think Demarcus Robinson. Robinson? Demarcus Robinson is the one that I, he looked pretty pretty darn good debut against Washington. Okay, Correct. that keep in mind that's third uh, preseason course, game and who you're going against. For what he'd been here for twelve hours. Yeah, you know he showed up. Well, he just he just broke the ankles of some yeah. poor guy. I don't even know if that guy's on the roster. Yeah, he did. He but he did. broke his ankles. He did. I mean, he, I like him. I like him. I think he will he's have. A, he's uh, done some damage against the Ravens when he was in Kansas yeah, City. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll have a pretty sizable role. Um, I, I think that, to me, it's going to be likely that Edge is uh, ahead of those guys, and then I think it's a fairly even split between Demarcus Robinson, Devin DuVernay, and James Prochet. I think all three of those guys could be right around the you know, 400 kind yeah. of mark. Yeah, I, I agree. That's I think all of them are kind of in that 
I'm doing quick realm. math in my head to see if this adds up to four thousand. Well, you know, and here's here's the thing about Duvernay and Prochet, and, and I like them. I didn't see either of them. You know, they kind of dealt with some injuries in camp, but neither of them really like. Man, this guy is going to have a monster season. Mm-hmm. Had this standout training camp or preseason where you're like, man, he is ready to to like an Isaiah likely esque right. training camp or preseason. They didn't even have a game like uh, Demarcus Robinson did in the preseason. Right. So you're like, all right, could could how much stock do you put into that? Do you mm-hmm. say that they're going to be good players, but they're not going to have huge numbers, and maybe Robinson is that big play threat who can have you know if he has some plays like he did against Washington, it does, you don't need a lot of them. You just yeah, need yeah. a few of those yes. plays, and all of a sudden you have a 500 yard season. Very true. So I guess I'll put, I'll, I'll go out on the limb. Demarcus Robinson. I'll Here go we with Demarcus go. Robinson. I like it. I like it. I'm not just going to take the safe bet every time. Well, who's the safe bet though? I don't even know who the safe bet you're is. Just, you're just you say recency. likely the, the fourth Reci- round rookie's the Re- safe bet. Recency bias. You had a monster summer. So recency you bias. You're going off a third preseason <laughs> game. I'm going off one game. <laughs> Two rounds, really. <laughs> That's like, hey, you don't, you, it, like man. I said, you don't need a lot when you're breaking off 80-yard touchdowns. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. I like it. I like it. All right. So let's flip it over to the defensive side of the ball. Let's take a quick break before we do that. We want to remind fans that the sports landscape is ever-changing, and this week is no different. DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, still has daily fantasy contests running for those looking to have skin in the game. It's simple. Each player has a salary associated with drafting them. You assemble a lineup of players while staying under the salary cap, and then you sit back and watch your points pile up. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app now and sign up using code FLOCK. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code FLOCK only at DraftKings.com. All right, so let's jump jump in the defense here, Garrett. Yeah, uh, let's start with a sack leader. I think this is an easy call. I think it is too. It's a Dafioe. 
Justin Matabike. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess full. they Justin Houston. I was like, okay, yeah, you can make a case. <laughs> I'm going full Peter King. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Oa. Yeah, I think I think he double digit sacks. Yeah, that was going to be the over under that I have because I have him. I have him. Oh, I've been going under these over unders. Yeah, you're going. I'm going you're bullish over on Oa. The double digit. I like it. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, I think he's right at ten. You push. I think he's right at ten. It's double digits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing, dude. Let's just do this. I'm going to throw a, a wrench into our plans here. This is unscripted. Mm-hmm. Ooh, a throwback to Ravens okay. unscripted. Okay. How much does David Ojabo get? Well, you you've been saying since the start that he's going to also be double digit sacks. No, year. I haven't been that bullish. But I'm more <laughs> bullish than you are. And I, I know think it. he's around a four or five. No, no. Be honest with the listeners at home. Four? That's what I've been saying is four, you five, know, and you're no, like, no, no. And you're, you're like, eight to ten. No, I you're am eight not. to ten. No, I am not. Maybe three to four. <laughs> Maybe three to four. I you mean, we're looking at one to two. I don't know if I've said one to two. Three to four is what I'll say. I just think he's. I don't know exactly when he's going to get on the field. That's the unknown. Fine, I'll go whatever you settle at. I'll go one more than that. No, you, you're going. You're I'm going. going I'm you're going, going six to seven more. No, than I'm, I'm going saying. four. I'm. You know what? I'll put it at five. I'm putting it at five for Ojaba. That's your minimum. Minimum. Five. That's a great question, and I think that that will, you know, I think a big part of that depends on when he gets back on the field, which we don't know when that's going to be. Like, that's right. the thing. I think he's going to be good when he gets back on the field, but, like, say he comes back in December. Right. Like, he may only have four games to play right. with. What's Bowser get? I mean, he's coming off the injury. He's going to miss the first four. I expect that he'll be on the field for the fifth game. You know, I think that the... There was a question of whether he'd be ready week one. Yeah. Now they've put him on the pup list. You know, he, I would expect, will be back for the fifth game. Led the Ravens with seven sacks last year. I think he's around five. Yeah. And I think Justin Houston has an uptick from where he was last year. I do think that, too. He be, He's going to be ready to play uh, this week because there's going to be a lot on his shoulders. Right right now, the Ravens only have two outside linebackers. Five sacks in It's week Justin one. Houston. Uh, and it's Odafe Owe, only two outside linebackers on the 53. Five. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be halfway to his double-digit sack total this week. Um, the, the Jets tackles are in rough shape. And if Flacco's back there, mm-hmm. they may have a chance to get to him. Just saying. Yeah. Those two guys are going to... So, all right. Interception leader. Okay, so Owe's going to be getting after the quarterback. Yeah. Who's coming down with the interceptions? I'm gonna, I'll tell you who it is. It's going to be Marcus. I think it's also wait. <laughs> you tricky Ricky. <laughs> I didn't get that one immediately. Yeah. Well done, sir. Yes. Um, wow. On little sleep. Yeah. I'm still sharp. I'm still sharp. Uh, I'm gonna go with Marcus Peters. Okay. Uh, I think that he will lead the Ravens with five interceptions. Woo! That would be a huge. That would be a great season for him. So come back from the come back from the ACL yeah. and have five interceptions. I think he will lead the Ravens with five interceptions. I, I was I was torn between Marcus Peters and Marcus Williams. Obviously, um, from your joke. And I, I'm gonna go with Marcus Peters. I just the guy's done it his entire career, and I know he's coming back from the injury. But I'm until until I see that he right. <laughs> can't do it, I'm gonna stick with him. And I and I have no reason to believe that he can't continue to put up those that kind of production. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I mean, he's a guy who's taking his time through the rehab here. Like, I think he's come back the right way. I think that, um, yeah, a lot of Marcus Peters' game is mental. Film, mental instincts, like, just natural stuff. You know, that well, not all natural, but, like, a lot of hard work, and I think he has great instincts. Yeah. And 
I think that he will be breaking on the ball just as well as ever. Like, yeah. That's how he makes a lot of his picks, and that hasn't gone away. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, so I'm going with Marcus Peters. Um, how about Kyle Hamilton, the rookie first rounder? Yeah. And what do you think the stat line is for that 14th overall pick? I think that Kyle Hamilton ends up with probably around, I'll say, two interceptions, two sacks, two forced fumbles. Um, How many more twos can I do? Two fumble (laughs) recoveries, two safeties. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I think that it's going to be a wide range. I think it's going to be kind of like Patrick Queen's rookie season where he just had Mm. like made some splash plays in, in various different ways throughout the course of the season. And um, I think that's going to be kind of Kyle Hamilton's rookie year. Well, if, if he has a Patrick Queen-esque rookie season, that'd be great. I mean, Patrick yeah. Queen was very much in the conversation for defensive player yep. of the year that season until um, I forget who ended up kind of running away with it at the end. Was it Michael Parsons? No, that was... No. no um, someone else kind of ran away with it yeah. at the end, but Patrick Queen was in that conversation, yep. and he had some of those flash plays. I had him very similar. I, I had him... I had two interceptions, two forced fumbles. Um, I have him around 60 tackles. Um, I would probably say it's about right. Yeah. Yep. So I, I think he's going to get his first career sack for sure. I have him at one sack. I got him at two. Okay. He gets a deuces taste of are, it. Deuces are wild for me. He, get, he, he gets a taste of it, first career sack, and then uh-huh. can't stop. Hey, he almost got one on, on Malik. He did. Malik Willis, he should have had one. He He'll, did. He, I think that he will be a surprisingly good uh, blitzer off the edge. Okay. Well, I think he's got that ability, and I think we saw kind of glimpses of that mm-hmm. in the preseason. Who do you got as your breakout player? Okay, my and this is uh, for the listeners who've been you know listening uh, to the here podcast. We here we go. Mink always goes with like a guy who's broken out. He's like Marcus Peters. He's going to be a breakout player this year. Look out for him. He's going to be really good. Can it be a rookie? Calais Campbell breakout season. <laughs> Calais Campbell. <laughs> Can it be a rookie? Sure. You can't. Can you say? Uh, Isaiah Likely? I mean, that's the, that, that, the, that would that's, be the natural one. That's the slam dunk. That that is the slam dunk. Yes, that could be Isaiah Likely, and I would, I honestly would. That nice. would be the Take direction. The easy that I'd way go. out. That's the easy way to go. Yeah, I'm going Isaiah Likely. I think that. Um, all right, if I'm not going with the the slam dunk, mm-hmm. if I'm not going with the slam dunk, who am I gonna go with? <sighs> Justin Houston count. <laughs> yeah. What, 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 career what about, what about, what, what about, here's a, here's a little wild card, a true breakout player. Your guy, what about Pepe Williams? Is there any way that Pepe makes no. some splash plays? I mean, I like Pepe. All right. If, if it's not, if it's not likely, I'll go with Duvernay. The Pro Bowler who's gone to a Pro Bowl. As a special teamer. He's been at the Pro Bowl and he's got as a re- I'm year. saying as a receiver. He's got that jersey with the stars on it, you know. <laughs> He's going to have a breakout season. All right. As a offensive player, as a receiver, I'll go Duvernay. Well, here, here's the other one. To be to be honest, we're kind I mean, of could be Perchet. We're kind of over. I mean, Bateman hasn't had a breakout season. I know he's a first round oh, pick. See, that's the obvious. How many obvious ones are there? You already said like these. Are we doing one. the deep? You're clapping now. I'm clapping <laughs> you. What you're clapping on me about? I'm just saying everybody knows Bateman already. Uh, breakout player. Nationally, not- like people are drafting Rashad Bateman. In the earlier rounds of fantasy football drafts, I mean, they know he what he had five hundred receiving yards last year. Sure, like, if he's on the table, I'll take bait because mm. I said he's going over a thousand. All right, so there you go. There's some options <laughs> for you. All right, uh, offensive ranking and defensive ranking overall. You know where the Ravens stand. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, considering I have Lamar throwing for 4,000, everybody going over 1,000. I got every receiver over 1,000 yards. Um, I mean, the offense, I think, is going to be a top. I think that it will definitely be a top 10 offense. I'll go number seven. Okay. Mm. And defense? I think it's going to be top five. I think the Ravens defense is going to be very good. I think the defense is, is going to finish number three. <laughs> so I had. I was going to say, I'm going higher than top five. I'm going number three for the defense. I think there's a ton that's invested in the yep. secondary. They've got pro bowlers all over that secondary. You've got a young player in no way who we both talked about, I think is going to put up big sack numbers and get to the quarterback. Yep. I like Patrick Queen. I know that you know last year wasn't as good as his rookie season, but I still have a lot of confidence in Patrick Queen, um, and I think that he's going to have some splash plays this year. I, I like what I've seen from him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, good, great secondary, talented pass rusher, and an inside linebacker who I think can fly all over the place and make some plays. So, and and then you know Mike McDonald, the new defensive coordinator, who has drawn rave reviews. I'm a believer. I, I, I liked Mike. I've said it a million times since we hired him. I felt like that was a great hire at the time. And as he's returned here, he just seems to have the pulse of the team. The players seem to really respect him. I think he's really creative. Right. I just like everything that I've seen from him. Yeah. I mean, the veteran players light up when talking about Mike McDonald, about how much easier he's made things, how just good he has a lot of really good ideas like how smart he is and yep. how well he knows the game i mean justin houston was like i mean he's a young you know very young defensive coordinator but uh you know seems like a, a guy who's been a coordinator in the nfl for a very long time and so yeah i i, I think mike mcdonald's gonna have this defense humming and he has a lot of talent at his disposal the the defense is also going to get a lot more turnovers than it did last year I mean, a lot more. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to get twice as many interceptions as they did last year, which I believe was nine. Yeah. They're going to double that up. And I think they'll get more forced fumbles also, especially if Marlon plays more in the slot. Get the fruit punch going again. Yeah. Get that cranked up a little bit more. Um, And I think that they're going to bring more pressure off the edges, which leads to more forced fumbles as well. I just think this defense is not only going to, be much better than the last-ranked defense, you know, pass defense in the league, 32nd in the league, uh, with the secondary changes they made. But I think they're also going to just be more disruptive, more more turnovers, more sacks. All that leads to just a really good defense. Yeah, I mean, they made... Which also, by the way, helps the offense. Yeah, it, totally. They made significant investments in the defense. You bring in a Marcus Williams. The defensive line dra- is really good. The yeah. dra- uh, defensive line is really good. You draft Kyle Hamilton. Um, you drop the young corners in the middle round, in the fourth round. So I, I like everything that I've seen from the defense. So I'm with you. I got number three. Yeah. Minimum. Minimum floor. That's the floor. Yeah. Ooh, Offense. this just reminded me. It, back to the breakout player. I would say, A, Travis Jones could become like a star guy. Is this the breakout year for Matt BK? Like, I think there are some breakout candidates on the defensive line. And then if you want to go the deep dive, the deep dive on breakout player, I do think Broderick Washington is going to mm. surprise some people this year. I like Broderick Washington. I think he's going to be a good player. Uh, yeah. I've been encouraged by what I've seen from him. Yeah. Um, so then on the offense for me, I've got a, a top 10 unit. Um, I, I don't know if it's Seven, breaks into like the top, top five, but I think it's going to be really efficient. Yeah. Like the, 
th- when we're doing these rankings here, that's just based on yards. Right. And so like, there may be teams that put up more yards, but I think the Ravens are going to be incredibly efficient. I think they're going to have long drives. I think they're going to shorten games. They're going to go for it right. on fourth down a lot. Here's my thing on the offense. I, the offense, to me, hinges a lot right now on two things. Ronnie Stanley and mm-hmm. how early he's back on the field. Maybe it's week one, right? right. And, and how effective he is. And J.K. Dobbins. You know how effective is he going to be off the get off the jump? Like if J.K. Dobbins is moving like the J.K. Dobbins of a couple years ago, this offense is going to be well. We actually we missed that one. We missed that one as I was running through. What is your what is your stat line for J.K. Dobbins? J.K. Dobbins is going to top his rookie production, which was eight hundred and five yards on one hundred and thirty four carries. I think that he will have more carries than that. Not a ton more. I think it's going to be fairly balanced as they look to kind of ease J.K. in a little bit. It's not going. He's not going to be like the single workhorse of the of the unit, you know. And they have the Mike Davis for depth, Kenyon Drake, so they can kind of be by committee at least for a part but I think that J.K. Dobbins has progressively looked better and better in training camp and quite frankly this comes down to a gut of J.K. Dobbins is a guy that I believe in Mm -hmm. I just have a lot of faith in him in part because of how bad he wants it you know I mean he clearly wanted to get back on the field and I'm just a believer that J.K. is gonna be really good again so you're going I'm going I'm going around I, I do think because of them easing him into action it's going to be tough for him to top a thousand I would certainly w- wouldn't rule it out but I'm going to go between 900 and a thousand okay I'm going to shade under I was going 800 to 900 and I think that it's going to be pretty similar to his rookie season that season he didn't really he didn't become the guy until the second half of the year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that in a similar way, he could have that trajectory because he gets eased in. Now, right. it's a different situation, but the result could be the same early on. Yeah. I also think that, like, over the course of this year, like, they're not going to want to, I don't know, if they're up in a game, you know, in JK the second half, do, are you going to want to give him a couple extra carries unnecessarily? Right, right, right. I think probably not. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be JK is gonna have to be patient this year, which, which, <laughs> which JK say, does not have very much. Guy. He is not a patient guy, and it's just gonna be interesting to see, you know, if they're really kind of rolling him in and out. Like he's gonna want to get that ball, that rock, and get his momentum going. Yeah, and it, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I believe in him too, and I think that he is gonna do everything he can to have a monster season. Yep. Um, and maybe he maybe he surprises everybody and. and both of us and says, you know, I'm over a thousand. He puts, I hope so. I, I, hope, I hope we're both wrong on that. Yeah. Um, because I think he's going to be good. I just think it's going to be, it's going to be something that needs to be managed. All right. Last one here. Uh, final record. Conservative. Well, worst conservative. Case, we doing our best case. Worst case again. Conservative 15 and two. Um, I'm going to go at, I'm going to go 12 and five. I was going to take that too. I wanted to say it first. Because I was gonna say that. Now you can't agree with me. Now you have to, <laughs> now you have to go thirteen and four or eleven and six. Sure, I'll go thirteen and four. I'm not scared. Ooh, I'm not scared. Ooh, oh, he's guzzling <laughs> the purple Kool Aid, folks. <laughs> hey, I I hope so. I really hope so. I think I think you know. Whenever anybody asks me how good are the Ravens going to be this year, I say. Here's what I always, in all honesty, tell them. I say it's going to depend on all these star players coming back and how close they are to their pre-injury selves. Yeah, that's what it's going to really rely on. Ronnie Stanley, J.K. Marcus, you know, uh, everybody, Marlon, you know, Tyus. 
um, Gus. <laughs> so the list goes on and on. Um, if, if they are close to that or, or at it, then I think the Ravens are going to be, without a doubt, one of the best teams in the league. I think because of who they are, their coach, you know, John Harbaugh is their coach, and, and a lot of factors, their, their floor is very high. Yeah. Floor is very high, and I think that they have a high ceiling as well. This is a very talented roster. Yeah, I, I'm really optimistic about the season. And, With the biggest, one of the biggest stars in the NFL at the top. I mean, let's not joke. You have Lamar Jackson on your team. You're gonna be, you're gonna be pretty good. Yeah, I'm really confident, and I can't wait to get things started. So, uh, as we get you ready for Sunday's game, make sure you check out the countdown to kickoff page on our website. That's got a rundown of everything happening this week, and our countdown to kickoff party is going to be Sunday. So, if you can't be there in New York for the game for the opener, um, and then you can join our countdown to kickoff party, which is going to be at Power Plant Live on Sunday. Chris, Chris Jansen. Jansen. Uh, country music star is going to be there. It's going to be a great time, and you'll be able to watch the game uh, at Power Plant. So go. Tickets to, are free. Go to baltimoreravens.com slash countdown to kick off, and you can get a full rundown on that. So thank you so much for listening. And make sure you tune in Sunday for the big, big win. Here we go. It's the first one. Let's go. Hey, guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.